Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Today with our host, Dr. Duncan McCollum, chiropractor, health expert, and published author. I think you have a third book coming out pretty soon, don't you? Yeah, I just found the cover uh, to the book got emailed to me last night, and I'm real excited about it. It looks really good. Yeah, looking forward to it. Well, our segment today is on not starving, (laughs) and it's called Fasting. And this is a segment, this next hour, we're going to be talking about everything you need to know about fasting. And we're going to start with the obvious question, Dr. McCollum, what is fasting? Well, fasting is probably the least expensive diet you can ever do in your life, for (laughs) one. (laughs) So, and you don't have to shop, you don't have to use gas to go to the store. And, uh, but what fasting really is, is it's a way of helping your body recover by giving it a break. So, um, you know, for so many years, especially since World War II, we have been in a situation in our country where we can eat what we want, when we want, wherever we want, with whoever we want, as much as we want. And um, what this has done is it has caused so much trouble with our digestive system um, and and our health is based on a good digestive system. So it's overwhelmed and uh, it causes a lot of inflammation in the body and this leads to chronic disease. So fasting is something that's goes back to our ancestors and almost every religion has something to do with fasting. And what is the difference between fasting and starvation? Because there is a difference. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in this particular context, when we're talking about therapeutic fasting, we're talking about um, eliminating certain foods from your diet, but then also changing the window of time that you eat so that your body can um, do the things that it needs to do other than digest food, and that's repair the body, versus just not eating at all and letting your body waste away. Yeah, and I, I think uh, you know, I could probably use myself as a good example of that. Um, when I was in the high-tech world, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who relate to this, um, with the endless, useless meetings that we would have, um, you, would, you would work through lunch. You know, it was big fad to call lunch meetings, and then you'd be sending somebody out or running yourself to get something to eat or not. And I spent many, many years skipping meals. I would run out the door in the morning, have my yogurt, coffee, whatever, not have time for lunch, and then probably eat about eight o'clock at night, but gorging myself and then going to sleep. Hey, everybody, that's not fasting. That really was, in, in some context, starving my body. Because one, and I think this is important too, is that you're not doing it willingly. Right, And even though I may have thought I knew when my next meal was coming, um, I was still doing something that was sh- more shocking the body. Whereas what I, what I like about fasting is that you're doing it willingly 
And you're being trained to do it, right? Yeah, you're doing it strategically. Yes. And yeah. a lot of times when we bring up fasting to our patients, they go, you know, they think about those moments you're talking about. Right. Go, I, there's no way if I don't I eat. I was starving yeah, all the time. I'll crash and I'll get <laughs> right. sick and I'm nobody wants to talk to me or be around me because I'm in a terrible mood. Right. But that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. So I, I have a, a, a good quote, I think, to get us into this next section. And this is actually a quote from of all people, Marie Antoinette. (laughs) (laughs) I found in a fasting (laughs) book, by the way, so I thought that was interesting. Okay, there is nothing new except what has been forgotten. Now, I like that quote because in a way, it's true and not true. So we've forgotten how to fast because it is an ancient strategy for many cultures, for many species. But what's new about it is what we know today because of all the science, the new science around what the body actually does during fasting. That's the new part. So yes, it's forgotten, but there's a lot of new to it too. Yeah, absolutely. So I have my list now of, of uh, uh, benefits. So we're going into a benefits section here. Awesome. Called What are the benefits of fasting? And um, I was surprised when I was doing some research on this, even though I, I do fast myself, I didn't know all these things, um, that, wow, there's a lot of benefits. So we're going to start with some obvious ones and get to some that I think for most folks won't be so obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so shed excess body fat. Well, there you go. I, that is really the one of the main things. People are, because we are overweight, um, that's causing inflammation again in the body, which we've talked to uh, about in various shows in the yeah, past. Yeah, the weight loss resistance. We did a show on that, didn't we? Yeah, but obviously when you restrict <laughs> calories, your body's going to have to burn the fuel that it has stored. And fat is just basically like a bear hibernating. It's stored fuel to be used in times of need. The problem with us is we have no times of need because the refrigerator's right there and the jar of cookies is right there. Right, we can eat 24 by 7, anything, anything we want to eat at any time. Yeah, really. absolutely. Yeah. So the next one um, is blood sugar stabilizer. Why is that important? Well, one of the things that we're told these days by um, the powers that be in medicine is, you know, if you have blood sugar issues, if you are pre-diabetic or you have something called insulin resistant, it all has to do with the way when you assimilate food, it turns to sugar in your uh, body, it gets into your bloodstream. Too much sugar is going to, you know, basically kill you. Not enough sugar is going to kill you. So we want to stabilize the blood sugar. And the way we do that is, number one, by what you're taking into your body, but also because of the dysfunctional digestive system we've had for all these years, the body doesn't know how to stabilize its own sugar anyway. Mm -hmm. So we have to reset it. It's like rebooting the software on your computer. The hard drive, the body knows what to do. It knows how to heal itself. But the thing is, the software's all messed up. Right. So what you're saying is after a period of time of fasting, the body does begin to stabilize itself better because what is that because of the resting period we're giving it or? Yeah, that's a good point. So one thing, again, um, I I was talking to you early about a patient of mine that um, has been fasting and she's had some amazing, amazing results. Mm -hmm. And she told me the other day and she's about mid 30. She says, I've been waiting my whole life for somebody to tell me I don't need to eat breakfast. (laughs) I hate eating breakfast, but I've been told, eat breakfast, eat breakfast. And because we eat three meals a day, and because we are, I'm sorry, because we eat three meals a day, 
and because um, a lot of times we're told that we should even eat more than that. Yeah, like, multiple, eat, like five or six times a day. Yeah, and I think the average, they, they're saying that some people are putting up to 17 different meals into their body. That could be a nut or a wow. raisin. And every time you do that, you, it, you uh, cause your body to produce something called insulin. Mm. And that insulin is going to um, act on the cells to try to stay, stabilize the blood sugar. And um, what ends up happening is your cells get so confused and so resistant to the insulin that the blood sugar is, just goes haywire. Okay, I got that. So then, then the next benefit would go along with that, which is it lowers insulin and improves insulin sensitivity which you just said. Yeah, it's just like any a muscle in your body. If I were to lift weights and if I were to do some, you know, forearm uh, workout or my bicep work workout and I just kept doing that every day, 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. my muscle would not only no longer have any benefit from the workout, it would start to become damaged, the tissue would be torn, and I'd end up injuring myself, possibly beyond repair. So when we use this digestive system 24-7, like we're eating all the time, it never gets a chance to rest. Mm -hmm. The amount of energy that it takes to digest food distracts all that energy that needs to be going somewhere else for brain function, for uh, liver function, for all those different things that need to be repair in the body. Yeah, that's interesting. It's almost like when you eat too much, you're, you're making yourself tired because that energy needed to break down the food, the nutrients that you're putting in usually would go into the cells right so that we feel energetic but if we eat too much we feel tired and we think it's something else but it really could be just because we're snacking too much yeah and just think about it if we had um 10 little marbles worth of energy and we constantly had four of those marbles um digesting food we only have six left for everything else in life yeah, well what if we point. could use all 10 of those for a, a great part of the day if we could use all that energy to do everything else the body needs it makes total sense that we would have better brain function and a better function with every other part of our body and it's also a little counterintuitive and i think it's not when you actually start fasting and get comfortable with it which i have now that that datum really starts to connect because you're actually feeling it and wondering, how can I have so much energy when I'm not putting anything in my body? This is very bizarre. Yeah, and it's true. And the thing is, you have to train your body to do it. Right. So yeah. it, doesn't, it isn't something you start tomorrow and you feel great. Right. And we do it on a very, very gentle gradient. We'll talk about a little bit later. But yeah. for those of you out there who are still thinking, I can't do this, there's, there's no way. Well, just hold on. You can. And as long as you don't have some contraindications to do so, you know, we can help you with it. Right. So the next one I have here is uh, ketones um, are produced, but I think it would be good for, for you first to define ketones and then also let people know what's the difference between ketones being produced and ketosis. Yeah, okay. So um, ketones are basically the byproducts of breaking down fat. And it's a fuel, mm -hmm. and then the other fuel is sugar. Sugar is a byproduct of carbohydrates and or protein. So protein would be meat. Carbohydrates would be all of your vegetables and um, grains and all that kind of stuff. Right. Ketones, the unique thing about ketones is they are a very clean burning fuel. It would be kind of like uh, solar energy. <laughs> There's barely right. any toxins that come off of burning ketones, where um, burning sugar 
or which comes from protein or grain or vegetables is like burning coal. It's mm-hmm. very smoky. There's a lot of bad byproducts. That stuff gets stuck in our bodies, in our cells, and it hurts something called the mitochondria, which if you haven't heard about that, stay tuned because it's in the news all the time. It's a little thing inside the cell, and it has the key to health or ill health. Right. It's our little engine Fuel engine. Little power yeah, plant. Yeah, power plant. So then uh, ketosis. So, well, ketosis, there's a, ketosis is something that just means your body's in the state of burning ketones instead of sugar. Okay. And when you're, when you're going into fasting, we actually want you to get into a certain type of ketosis where your body is burning this fuel called ketones. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's some numbers that are good. And when we, the, you know, if you get too high, then it's not a good thing. And very rarely will you do that if you if you're going about this the right way. And in fact, you're doing a a class. It's a good time to talk about this right now is this coming Wednesday at 12 o'clock at our office, McCollum Family Chiropractic on... Uh, in Brown Rat Shopping Center, you'll be doing a, a hour workshop right. on this. So if right. anybody's interested, then the, you you want to talk about that for a minute? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up later. Okay. I'm, I, I, what I do want to point out, however, is that um, the the ketosis that we're talking about is not the same not really the same type of ketosis that got all the bad press having to do with the Atkins diet, correct? Well, yeah, I think you're talking about ketoacidosis, oh, and that's, that's when okay. the ketones that's get so bad that they can, yeah, they can actually cause okay. you to become okay. very sick. So See? we're, and you start, something. your breath smells like ketones. Yeah, it smells gross. like, you know, stuff that you put on your fingernails, and we're not getting there. You no, know? that was one of the diets that I tried that didn't last too long. Okay, yeah. so the, the next one I like, because we've you've mentioned it briefly, and that is the fact that when you're fasting, the gut and the immune system get a chance to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So just, uh, again, that, that idea about the muscle. Right. Um, if you use it all day long, it's going to wear out. So we... When we do fasting, and we'll talk more about the types, but let's say you're not eating 14 or 15 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have dinner and you don't eat again till lunch. Well, you've given your body a break of about you know half a day yeah. where it doesn't have to think about digesting. Your, your stomach can heal. People with stomach problems and uh, ulcers and you know all those kind of problems, the stomach will get a chance to repair itself without having to constantly work. Mm-hmm. And the immune system is the same way because we put so many things through our digestive system. It's on the food, parasites, bacteria, viruses, protozoa, all that stuff that gets into the food we eat it goes, goes through our digestive system, that stuff is, uh, you know, very, very harmful to us. And our immune system is working 24-7, killing that stuff so yeah. it doesn't get into our body. So when we give, when we don't put stuff through our body, then our immune system, at least the part through our digestive system, which is huge, gets a chance to go, ah. Oh, right, I can take <laughs> a break. Um, the next one is actually having to do with cholesterol. So fasting actually lowers blood cholesterol, and they've shown this, you know, through the research on fasting too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's just amazing the amount of uh, stuff that the new current science is coming out of, yeah. you know, within the last 10 years, but even within the last couple years. Because when you fast, um, there's uh, things that occur that will start to break down the weakened bad cells in our body from the worn out heart cells to the worn out 
digestive um, organ cells, liver cells, and you know your liver produces cholesterol. So a lot of times the liver can get congested with all these different toxins that we get in the food and it just gets plugged up like trying to wash the wall with a bucket of water and the sponge is you keep putting the sponge in the bucket of water but the bucket of water never gets clean that's like the liver it gets so dirty that it can't perform its function well and then you know one of the byproducts is it can't handle cholesterol well and it builds up in your system so by giving your digestive system a break and allowing the the liver to heal um, you're going to actually kind of alter the way that those are formed great so this next one i think is one of the greatest myths about fasting um, that most people don't really think is a myth and it prevents them from doing it but then once they do it, like I did, you realize it's actually truth, um, which is that hunger lessens, right? Mm-hmm. So people think, oh, my God, I can't fast. I got so hungry. My stomach was going crazy. It made me psycho. Um, but in fact, hunger comes in waves. I guess I'm answering this. Hmm. Hunger, <laughs> hunger comes in waves. Um, and the, the concept that you get more hungry because you're fasting is not is not true. Hunger actually really does lessen. And then I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. And, you know, if um, years ago when I was studying this, um, right around 2001, when we discovered the, the makeup of human DNA, there was a lot of stuff going around. And we realized that, you know, basically fat burns like, it's, it's a very slow burning mechanism. It burns like good, strong, dry oak. It burns clean, hot and as opposed to sugar, which burns like smoky um, pine and it just burns very quickly. So when you get your body into a ketogenic um, state where it's burning the fat rather than the carbohydrates, it burns very slowly and your body sustains itself as opposed to you eat something that turns to sugar in a heartbeat like white bread, the blood sugar spikes and then your body has to get rid of the blood sugar and then it crashes and you feel hungry again. So it's chaotic. So when you eat, when you're into a, a, a fat um, predominant diet, your body actually will relax, calm down, and it's nice, even keel. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it really does happen. I, I, I can attest to that. So um, the next uh, two that I have here are really um, interesting to me because this was the part of fasting I didn't know about. And it really is all based on new science um, testing of uh, that's been done in Southern California with Dr. Longo um, and then uh, the Nobel Prize winner for 2016 it really has to do around uh, has to do with the triggering the activation of stem cells and also of this thing that um, I think is a cool name of recycling recycling cellular components which makes (laughs) me think of a sci-fi movie yeah but uh, so why don't we talk a little bit about that because it's really fascinating sure absolutely so um, one thing that uh, Dr. Longo uh, is known for, and I'm going to show the book for the people that are watching on Facebook. In fact, you can watch us on Facebook, Dr. Duncan McCollum, DC. Uh, We're live right now if you want to watch it. But uh, Dr. Longo really uh, did a lot of research finding out about the stem cells start to be created after about 30 hours of fasting. Now, again, this isn't something you'd try to do tomorrow. You can work your way up to it. But the stem cells repair your body. They're like the... um, 
in that, that story about the shoemaker, you know, he goes yeah. to bed and he wakes up in the morning and all the shoes are made. Yeah. Well, the stem cells are produced in your body. We can actually help create them now. And then at night, your body repairs itself and those stem cells actually know where to go. Right. It's pretty amazing. And then this uh, concept of recycling cellular components, which was actually um, the, cell, the Japanese cell biologist. Yeah, Dr. Yushinori. Osumi. Oh, Sumi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's right. That's how I remember his name. Um, and this uh, very bizarre word, it's the word of the day, everybody. It's called uh, autophagy. Autophagy. It means autophagy. Phagy means to eat and auto means yourself. Self. So it's self-eating. But it's absolutely fascinating because it's having to do with this recycling, but also cleaning up the cellular debris, right? And, and making new things. And Yeah, and this is really some of the, the most important stuff to understand about fasting is people, again, think that you'll waste away, that it's bad for you, and you're going um, to eat up your muscle. This has now been proven to be incorrect, according to Dr. Asumi. 2016 Nobel Prize winner in medicine, so he does know something. He found out that at times of fasting, after uh, so many hours, your body's going to start to break down all of the weak, no longer useful cells in your body, whether they're heart cells, lung cells, digestive cells, immune cells. Also, cancer cells are broken down at this point because your body is going to spare the strong stuff and get rid of the weak stuff. And that is uh, this amazing thing. And then it takes all of those components um, and rebuilds good awesome, healthy cells out of it. So this is an amazing new thing. And I, I, when we come back from our short break here, I'll give you an example of an experience I had with it. And um, so we'll go ahead and take a break and we'll be back with you in just a minute. Okay. Hey, Carol, did you hear about that new diet yet? Uh, oh, God, not another one. No, what's this one? Oh, my gosh, it's the best diet ever. It doesn't cost anything, and it's really simple to do, and you save time. It's free, it's easy, and it saves time? Okay, I'm listening. Yeah, it's called fasting. <laughs> <laughs> You're really funny. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so anybody who's interested in finding out more about this subject, Carol will be doing a workshop this Wednesday at my office, McCollum Family Chiropractic, at 355 um, Clare Street, Browns in the Browns Valley Shopping Center, Suite WW. And you can call 831-459-9990 and reserve your spot. So it's 12 to 1 o'clock, is that right? 12 to 1 o'clock. And I'll be uh, talking about the different types of fasts, what's the right one for you specifically, how to get started, and also an open question and answer. So for those that have heard our radio show today, we are, this is a live commercial, can you tell now? <laughs> have, have heard uh, our show today, you'll be able to actually come in, talk to me, and we can get your questions answered about fasting. Yeah, and also we'll be going over at the show today, but also then contraindications to fasting or right. steps you might want to take before you start and even why why should I do this so these are some good things that we'll be going over okay 
None of this information has been evaluated by the FDA, nor has it been endorsed by Big Pharma, the AMA, or the CDC. Be aware that eliminating toxins and eating healthy organic foods and eliminating genetically modified or processed foods from your diet may be good for your health. Implementation of any of this information may result in improving your health, restoring proper digestive function, increasing your energy, strengthening your immune response, and improving your sleep. Okay, we're back. <laughs> actually, actually, we never left, but we're, we're here. Okay, so um, this next one uh, I love. Slows aging. Yes. So explain how fasting slows aging. So um, before we do that, I wanted to just go back to the fasting and how it rebuilds the body. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's fine. So um, I didn't do a recap. That's what happened. Why don't you do that? Okay. I have to do my recap. I do my recap for every radio show. Okay, recap. So we started out by talking about what is fasting, the difference between fasting and starvation. I gave my little fun quote by Marie Antoinette. Um, and now we're talking about the benefits of fasting. So we've talked about some of the things I think that most people have heard about in terms of blood sugar and insulin and ketones, but a really interesting datum about the fact that it actually does allow the immune system and the gut to have a rest. Um, many studies have showed that it lowers blood cholesterol. I know personally, as some of our patients are now experiencing, that hunger actually does lessen. Um, it increases energy. And, and now we've been talking about uh, the activation of stem cells, which is based on new, new research. Uh, and this whole area of autophagy of the Nobel Prize winner, uh, Mr. Dr. Um, Osumi, and uh, the concept of cleaning out uh, cellular debris and... I guess actually in his own research and work he did with mice, he was showing that it actually slows uh, growth of cancer cells too, which was fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, again, fasting has been around since ancient times. And I think the concept of why to fast got lost because, uh, you know, we've just, all of the Western medicine came in with all these right. other ways to handle quote, disease, unquote. Mm -hmm. But so it became more of, well, we're going to do fasting because it's why religion says we need to do this. But they actually really lost the purpose behind fasting, right. yeah. um, at least one of the purposes. But Dr. Uh, Daniel Pompa, who was on the, sh the show this morning mm -hmm. from 10 to 11, he is uh, one of the um, most amazing guys that um, we work with. And um, we did a, a some a workshop with him a while back and so a number of us did a five-day fast with him a water fast uh, and i, I did that. that yeah yes yes you did i remember that yeah and um it was actually very i really loved it and but i had had a shoulder injury uh maybe two months earlier and as a chiropractor you know i need to use my arm a lot yeah and um what he told me which uh he said, listen, once you're done with the five-day fasting, not only are you going to have your body do autophagy, which is going to break down all of the damaged tissue in the shoulder ligaments and muscles, but you're going to start to stimulate the um, stem cells. Those stem cells are going to regenerate the damaged area. And in about three weeks after a five-day fast, your muscle mass is going to increase. All of that came to pass, and it was just amazing to see that, you know, my shoulder's now 100%. It's even better than it was before. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. I mean, we could do a whole radio show just on stem cells, and maybe some sometime we will, because they're just absolutely fascinating. Yeah. 
So the the next one I have, let's go back to that, which is the slowing the aging process, which I guess is related to, in, in, in some way, to the stem cells and, and rebuilding the immune system, right? Yeah, and it's not just um, the fasting part of it, but it's what you're putting into your diet. So when it's kind of bridging into what to eat when you go into this area because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people start a diet and they do real well at first on that diet. Like, for instance, you know, they might do the uh, paleo diet and then the ketogenic diet and then the Atkins diet, and then the diet for your blood type diet and all these things. And they do really well at first on them. And then after a while, they don't do so well. But what we know is when you eat a high protein diet, there's actually this particular mechanism in your body that will um, cause increased um, muscle it will create mus more muscle. It's called an well, anabolism. That's the wrong word. But at any rate, <laughs> it's an anabolic. It puts more muscle there, but it also ages you quicker. Oh, it's, okay. uh, there's these little things that some of you are out there have heard about these little things called telomeres that are on the end of your cells. Every time a cell divides, this telomere gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Pretty soon, it's like you're out of telomere, you know, that's it, you're done. Mm. So um, by getting into a ketogenic diet, which means it's predominantly fat, and getting the stem cells to be created, you're actually starting to increase the length of those telomeres. But oh, okay. you're also, and this is kind of, uh, it's, it has to do with the diet that you're putting in as well, mm -hmm. not just the fasting, but you're creating, you're allowing your body to repair itself faster than it can degenerate. And I think that's where the stem cells come into play. Okay. And then uh, the the last benefit I have here, <laughs> it, it, I like very much because it's about brain function. Yeah. And so I, from the research that I did, this has something to do with um, the fact that it's boosting a type of protein which activates stem cells. I'm reading my notes here. Mm -hmm. um, boosts a protein which activates stem cells and converts them into new neurons. Yeah. Which... Um, which I found absolutely fascinating. So this is all tied up into um, uh, the work that they're doing around Alzheimer's, correct? Yeah, and you know, it's when you're talking about brain fog, um, part of the problem is what's going through our bloodstream, and that is what we eat. So again, when you're fasting, not only and if you're doing it correctly, you're putting the right types of food into your body. So number one, we can decrease inflammation in the body by decreasing the toxins in our um, bloodstream. And those toxins get into our brain. They cross something called the brain-blood barrier. And they get into those fat cells and they, they love fat. Toxins and heavy metals, we've talked about that before, all love fat and our brain's made of fat. So when we... Um, start to eat the right stuff, it will actually um, start to clean up the environment of the brain. And the brain loves to burn ketones, by the way. So the brain loves, it's kind of interesting how fat cells like to burn fat better than they like to burn sugar. I just kind of thought of that because we're, we're, we're doing, we're eat, creating ketones that are getting into our brain and they're actually making it function better. Mm -hmm. And with the stem cells, we're actually creating an opportunity for the, the neurons to replace themselves. Yeah, and, and um, the, this uh, doctor, Dr. Mark Matson, who's with John Hopkins, he's the one that did a lot of this research, right? I, I actually have a, a quote from him, which will lead us into the next section, if that's okay. Um, and he said, it's 
it's meaning fasting. It's not a fad. There is a lot of science behind it, and the science is only increasing. So he's talking about um, the effect of fasting on this area of brain function, which I thought was very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've we've gone through the benefits. Um, now we really do need to talk about some of the barriers because it's really important for people to understand that some of you out there have tried fasting and, and crashed or whatever. It may be because you're not the right type of, of person right now um, to do fasting. So, um, Dr. McComb, I'll let you take it from here to talk about some of the barriers to fasting. Yeah, you know, obviously, if you are challenged with some kind of uh, chronic disease, um, then that's going to be one of the things that you need to have some coaching on. Right. You might want to um, do some uh, cleansing or detoxing first. And, you know, in this time and place, there's so many that you can buy on the shelves of the health food stores. There are five days, 10 days, and they're all probably helping you to some degree. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times they just stir up the pond right. and they never really get this, the toxins out of your body. So if you are suffering from chronic disease of, of any kind, then that's because you have chronic inflammation in the body. And that inflammation is the key to, the, to getting you fixed. And the fasting is going to be part of it, but it's like a, we have a, a number of things that need to occur at the same time. Right. We call it a multi-therapeutic approach, and yes. I'm pretty sure Dr. Pompa talked about that today. Fasting is one, one of about nine different things that we do to help you get healthy. And, and I have a good example of that. One mm -hmm. of the uh, patients that I'm coaching, I mean, she's been organic forever, um, uh, has had some issues, even though she's led a very healthy life uh, in her adult life. Um, but she had tried fasting and just crashed. And so it was just, no, 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 no. I'm not even going to try this. Uh, I just, and so then she tried it again without telling me, and then she crashed again. But once we had gotten her through, I think about th uh, midway through the cellular detox program, which we talk a lot about um, and, and do, uh, she said, look, I want to try this again. And so she tried it again. And, and I said, okay, let's not do the 18 hours the first <laughs> day, okay? Just start with like 12. And she called me up the next day and she said, I did 13 and I feel fine. So all of a sudden now she's actually up to 18. Wow. She's fasting 16 to 18 hours and she's not having any issues anymore. So again, it just validates what you said that there are certain barriers such as uh, cellular inflammation, which goes back to um, what we do, which is the cellular detox program, um, but also underscores the fact that fasting is not for everyone. And if you do have a, a condition or you're taking meds or you've got some serious adrenal challenge or, or whatever, you really should have yourself checked out um, first. We provide that service to, to find out where that cellular inflammation is and what, what level. Um, but if you have tried fasting and it's not working for you, it's not your fault. There probably is a, a very real reason why it's not. And this goes back to the fact that um, you really, as, as you said, you really do need to be trained. This is mm -hmm. not something, oh, I'm going to read this book on fasting or watch this video on YouTube and, oh, I'm going to start tomorrow. And, oh, my God, I'm hungry and I can't do it. And um, you really do have to have to be trained in their there are certain dietary issues too, right? The, if you're on a high glucose diet and try to fast, 
then you most likely will get pretty hungry right away. Yeah, absolutely. And also, if you haven't cleaned up your diet and you're eating a lot of food that is uh, non-organic or it has a lot of food additives, if you're eating you know, um, meat that is injected with all kinds of hormones and the animals eating grains that is covered with glyphosate, and you just try to fast, you're going to make yourself sick. Yeah. And we've seen that. It's, yeah. We're not just saying it. We've seen it almost patient to patient. We're up mm-hmm. to, what, 30-some patients now that we've yeah. taken through the cellular detox, and we use the multi-therapeutic approach. We, we use fasting as a tool, and there's some people that can do it early on, and some people, like me, I couldn't even start fasting until... Well, I didn't want to start fasting, but uh, when I started... Yeah, what did you say when I asked you to fast? I just laughed like I did in that <laughs> live commercial. Um, I just said no, like I usually say. But, but you know, here I am, what, what how is it long? Eight months, seven months later, and I'm now 18 hours a day, um, at least five days a week, you know, a solid five days a week, and I'm, I'm doing it correctly. I trained myself. I started with just 12 hours. Now I'm up to 18. And, I, and what I love about fasting... Uh, is that I have control over it, you know, and that's another thing that people need to understand. You have control over this. If you can't do it one day for whatever reason, things happen, the body changes, fine, don't worry about it. You, if you can't make it to that 18, no problem. You know, yeah. start start low, work yourself up. There'll be days when you can do more hours or less hours. Um, you can't really fail at it. No, um, if no, you, you just really keep can't. just persevere, because the only thing that you have to gain is your health and your life right, back. Right. So it's worth working for. And one thing I I just want to reiterate, if if somebody's just got on the air, um, and uh, is that basically when we're talking about fasting, we're talking about turning your body into a, a fat burning machine. So the it's not like you have nothing for your body to to sustain its life. Exactly. You we are converting the stored fats in your body into something called ketones, which the brain loves. The brain loves to burn ketones. It's like it's music to its ears to have those ketones come in, and that's broken down fat. So we're simply converting the the way your engine works. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you had a, a gas engine and you decided to convert it over to um, diesel, you know, uh, vegetable diesel oil, it would take a little while to do that. Mm-hmm. And so your body, we need to give it a month or two. In fact, the person you were talking about, it took her about two to three months to be able right. to do that fast. Yeah. She could have not done it and we would have never recommended it at first. Yeah, exactly. And that, that really leads us into um, this this next discussion, which are the the best types of fasting, mm-hmm. because there are a number of them out there, and seems like every day somebody's got a new tagline for a fast. But if you listen to Dr. Pompa and Dr. Mercola, and you read, um, we haven't talked about it, but but Dr. Jason Fung, his book, The Complete Guide to Fasting, um, which is the definitive guide, really, they all say the same thing, and that is, yes, there are different times, but really the preferred one and the recommended one is is the one I do. Um, which I found the easiest for me, and so it's always the one I recommend because it's the easiest for me, which is uh, this thing called intermittent fasting. Yeah, I like that one too, and it's because uh, it's very simple to do. I don't like having to count calories personally, Yeah. so um, you know there are some that incorporate that, but this is simply five days a week, you um, have a window from dinner to lunch where you're not putting food in your body. However, in the morning, you would put in some fat, like some um, organic grass-fed butter or some organic whipping cream or some MTC or MCT oil, which is coconut oil Mm -hmm. or coconut oil to, to 
prime the pump and to get the body burning that right. fuel. And, you know, I haven't, you know, I freely admit I haven't switched over to uh, ketosis. I'm not in ketosis every day. Mm -hmm. um, but I've dropped over 15 pounds. Um, what the intermittent fasting has done for me is it's maintained um, that weight loss, which is the first time that's happened in my whole life. I have changed my diet. I did it willingly. It took me a while. I wouldn't have been able to fast because I was on, I was a sugar eater. I was a gluten eater, you know, and it took me a long time to get, in fact, that was harder. It was harder for me to come off of gluten and sugar than it was to, to start fasting once my body was really ready for it. Um, and because you have that, that time, that eating window, if you will, you can eat anything you want within what's healthy and, and what we recommend when, when we take people through this, uh, the, their, the therapeutic fasting that we do, you know, you, you will learn what are the right things to eat, but it does gravitate towards that um, higher fat uh, diet. And then that just makes it much easier to do the fasting because you're already at that stage where the body's getting its fuel from some of the fat. Um, yeah, and I think that, you know, it usually takes a couple, two or three weeks for it to, your body to convert. And, you know, they say that sugar is more addicting than heroin to some, you know, yeah. I mean, it is an addicting thing. Just look at it. People crave this stuff and they crave gluten because it turns to sugar so readily. And as soon as it crashes a little bit, I mean, people... I think they get this, oh, I'm hungry. I'm, I, I can't let my blood sugar crash because I'm going to all crash, you know, and you just have to start at a gradient and just know that one step at a time, we can get you through this. And there's a right, there's a right type of fast for everybody out there. Yeah. And I think that's really the key point here is if you're interested in fasting or you've tried it and you haven't worked it hasn't worked for you before. There are reasons and the training is so important to have a personal coach like what we offer or somebody to take you through so that you can troubleshoot. So you can analyze, okay, what went wrong this day or why did, wasn't I able, why can't I get past that 13 hours? Because really once, if you are not on um, a diet that's higher in fat, um, 13 hours will be reachable because a lot of that is sleeping. But once you work up to 13 and try and get over, go over that, it's a lot harder to do. Um, so we do recommend and we do work with people to, like you said, to first get the diet sorted out and then introduce um, fasting at a lower a lower gradient level so it's done gradually. Yeah, um, I, I want to, you know, I know we don't have a lot of time left today and um, we want to wanted to cover a lot of different types of fasting. We'll get to what we can, but I do want to say that it's really important that you understand why would I even want to fast in the first place. Right. So right. the reason you will do this is to get your health back. Right. It's not to do it just because it's a fun thing to do. And it's the weight's going to come off anyway. So yeah. focus on your health because the weight will drop off. It's almost a byproduct of fasting. Right. So if you've tried everything in the world out there and you're still sick, if your blood sugar levels or if your blood um, chemical letter, chemistry is good, you still feel terrible. If you're tired of being tired, then this might open the door for your health. So that's yeah. the whole purpose of this show. Yeah. It's, you know, we can, we can get carried away on all the nuances of fasting, but mm -hmm. if you don't know why to do it, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. The reason to do it is to get your life back. Right. But I do want you to spend just a few minutes with what we have left because you did the five-day fast. Yeah. You did the five-day fasting challenge with Dr. Pompa. And right. I saw you go through that and that was a water fast and yeah. I could not believe it. Do you want to 
Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty I nice. was pretty lucky. Um, you know, my wife was blown away because I, I never had any problem the whole time. And I want to let you know, I've never fasted a day in my life. And I'm 62 <laughs> so years old. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I go, okay, I'm going to... Look gonna... at what I went through. <laughs> and I'm, I'm relatively healthy, you know, other than having a terrible back injury, which yeah. got me into chiropractic. But, you know... Um, I just decided to do it. We did it on January 2nd. And uh, for those five days, by day three, I felt amazing yeah. energy. I never got too hungry. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know by day three, my body's loaded with stem cells, according to Dr. Um, um, Dr. Fung. Yeah, doc, oh, Dr. Longo. Dr. Yeah, Longo. Yeah. My body's filled with stem cells. By day four and day five, they're just everywhere. These little teeny stem cells that basically can become anything they want mm-hmm. in your body. They basically go around and find the weakest point in your body and repair it. And it was the energy that I noticed in you. Your energy was out the roof. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And, you know, the reason I stopped is because, you know, Dr. Pompa at that point had said, look, you know, five days is a good start. Mm-hmm. If you're healthy, you should probably do two a year. If you're unhealthy, you're probably going to do several five-day fasts a year, but you got to be ready for it. And that's where we can come in and help you hold your hand with it. And I think that also brings up a good point that the the stem cell regeneration, it's actually, and Dr. Longo um, mentions this too, the Amazon, BBC Amazon Prime video, The Science of Fasting, watch it. If you're an Amazon Prime or even if you're not, go on Amazon, The Science of Fasting, it's a BBC documentary, shows you everything that we've been talking about today. But it's um, the fact that, that the, it's the cumulative effect, right? That the more fasting you do, even if it's just 13 to 15 hours, the more you do it, the stem cells start to regenerate, then they regenerate more, then they regenerate more. So there is a cumulative effect, even if you're doing the smaller the smaller time frames. Yeah, our body has this amazing ability to heal itself. And it's so crazy that it's taken up to, you know, the guy who won the Nobel Prize in 2016. At this point, for us to realize the body has the power to, to heal itself and repair itself, if we, and that's why fasting was around in the first place. Maybe that's why we used to eat a, a mammoth and then we had to starve till we found something else to eat. Then we yeah. starved till we found some grains. But at that point, the digestive system, our gut, those things called microbiomes that are inside our digestive system, when we get to eat what we want, whenever we want, these things become fat, they become lazy and they become unhealthy and they, they drive our immune system. They drive our happiness because they affect our um, the neurotransmitters called in the serotonin levels that make us happy. So we don't want to forget to mention that the gut is one of the reasons we are doing this because we've got to get those bugs, those friendly bacteria um, healthy and wipe out the bad ones. So fasting, according to Dr. Um, Osumi, will do something called autophagy, autophagy, self-eating. It's going to kill all those bad bacteria, kill the bad heart cells, the bad lung cells, and all that stuff so your body can renew itself. So this is basically the fountain of youth. Yeah, it really is. And I, and I couldn't um, be more excited about just this doing this radio show today um, because fasting has been wonderful for me and... Well, I can't believe I'm even saying that um, because it's so not me and now I'm doing it regularly, but I've seen it in our patients too. It's just amazing. Yeah, so, I, I wanted to say something. I yeah. know we're running out of time, but I, this is a, you know, I'm a part of a, a business uh, group. We meet every Thursday morning and I've been a part of this group for 25 years and I've eaten breakfast for 25 <laughs> years every Thursday. And when I was doing my fasting, 
um, which I'm doing all the time, that I, I, I would not eat breakfast anymore. And my energy was great and I felt fantastic. Yeah. The About two or three weeks ago, I go, oh, I'm going to have an omelet. You know, a cheese omelet with mushroom, spinach, and bell peppers, nothing bad in there. Yeah. And I ate that small omelet. And I went to work, and by 10 o'clock, I crashed. I oh, could wow. not I believe I was exhausted and starving. Huh. So my body n- fell right back into that must-eat, must-eat, eat-me thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I went, wow, this, I don't like this at all. And so, you know, you're going to find that you function better on an eating window. If you don't want to call it fasting, just call it an eating, eating window. window. Yeah, that's a good way to look so at it. So Dr. Pompa says, don't eat less, eat less often. Right. So you eat between, and you can skip dinner if you want, but mm-hmm. let's, you know, if you eat between uh, one o'clock and seven o'clock, that's a six hour eating window. And then the rest eight of the hours. day, that's eight hours. Yeah. And then the rest <laughs> of the day you don't eat. Your, your digestive system is getting to relax and your body can take all that energy and do something else than digest. And, and that's what I do. So I generally finish my dinner about 7, 7.30 and I don't eat again until 1, 1.30 um, in the afternoon. And, and I have my little, uh, some people call it bulletproof coffee. For me, it's just coffee with, with uh, grass-fed butter in it, which I know sounds weird to some people, but everyone I've, I've asked to try it went, oh, Oh, this is actually good. So um, it just gets you through the, to that one one thirty, and then I have my eating window, uh, and it's great. So I, I do want to quickly mention also, um, because we don't have a commercial, it's a this is a live commercial, uh, that we do have the workshop on Wednesday. It's an it's uh, during the lunch hour, so twelve to one, and it will be with moi. Is it a fasting lunch? Um, yes, it will be actually. I'll be I'll be <laughs> supplying water for everybody, um, and it's with me. Uh, and so we'll dive a little little deeper than we did today on some specific areas, um, the types of different types of fasts. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say, Carol, you've just helped so many people through this thing, and you're so well read. And you know, by attending the Dr. Um, Pompa stuff with us, you know, you're very well trained, and it's just so nice having somebody there to help me oh, help these people. Well, thank you, Dr. McCollum. You're That's welcome. Very nice of you to say that. <laughs> anyway, so um, Wednesday in in the Do- uh, McCollum Family Chiropractic Office here in Capitola. There in Capitola. You can call the 459-9990, and ask to reserve a seat. Yeah, and I would love to meet everybody because we're really going to help you get started the right way and and answer all your questions. So finally, with just the last couple of minutes, it's a recap. It's a recap. So um, we've talked a lot today about, about what is fasting, the difference between fasting and starvation, all of the benefits the barriers that can prevent you from being successful with fasting. Um, some of those barriers we can, we can handle right away. Some of them not. They're related to some heavy medical conditions. Um, and then we also talked about the different types. Five-day fasting, something you tried. I haven't gotten up enough. Uh, my confront level yet is not that high. <laughs> but intermittent fasting, which I do, and many of our patients are doing successfully. So the, the takeaways in terms of a fasting success um, really is one, you really do need to train your body, right? Two, that you do have to adjust your diet. Most people think they're eating healthy. At least this is what I've seen with our patients. They come in, oh, I eat really healthy. They think they're eating healthy, but it's really about the fat to protein to carbohydrates, which we help them adjust, 100% organic. Um, and then the other thing is really uh, 
paying attention to the toxicity level and making sure there's not cellular inflammation that's preventing somebody from from being able to fast. And it's, it is one of the tools that we use after we get somebody's bucket, as we call it, dachshund bucket, lower. So when they come in on um, Wednesday, we haven't talked about this, but how about anybody who shows up and men- mentions this show? We'll go ahead and do the meta-oxy test for them. Oh, the cellular information, yeah. And that's going to let us know how many free radicals are flowing around in your body. It's going to let us know how your body is doing with toxicity. And it's a good benchmark indicator of where we're at. Yeah, so um, it's called the meta-oxy test, um, everyone, and it's actually a urine test. So, yeah, well, I can make those available. So anyone who's heard the show and comes in and says, hey, Carol, I heard you. I heard your live commercials. <laughs> and by the way, if anybody is on uh, Facebook Live, Dr. Duncan McCollum, DC, um, you can just put your uh, name or just say, add me in the, in the line below, and I'll add you to our Health Rebel group, where we're putting in lots of information. There's a lot of uh, people that are part of this group, and it's just an expanding um, group of rebels that are, want to do something different about their health and get a different result. So we really look forward to having you guys on it and write in the, any other subjects you're interested in. And thanks to Jackie at Stepping In for letting us do this. We're really having so much fun doing this show. Yeah, and specifically, um, I was listening to Michael Zwirling on his show today, and you know he gets a lot of uh, people that are unhappy with some of the um, speakers on the show and you know, I just want to thank the Michael's Whirling for allowing KSCO to still be here. It's one of the only shows or radio stations that is free out here, and it um, embraces all different thoughts. And I think it's just really fortunate that we have it. And uh, everybody should be tolerant of other people's viewpoints. So you guys have a great rest of the weekend, and we'll see you on the second Saturday of April. April. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. All right. Take care. this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.